Hi, everybody, and welcome to PB in Style. This is the podcast to be if you are interested in having a clear, consistent, and authentic personal branding message. Today on the show, I have with me one of my favorite people, Miss Coloni Gowan. And uh, she's going to talk to us about the growth in her business. As you guys know, we are on a G series path and she's rounding us out with the topic of growth. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Hi, Cloney. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing well. So um, you are a member of the Allen Fairview Chamber, and that's where we met. And uh, you've also helped me with my nonprofit, Tough. Guys, she's an amazing poker player, and now she teaches people poker, and we're going to get to that. But Cloney, tell us a little bit about you and sort of who you are and how you came to be so awesome. Well, um... Who am I? Well, I'm a mom. Um, I also do play poker. Uh, I'm a grandmother. Oh. Um, I'm a sister, you know. I'm she doesn't look like a grandma, guys. She's yeah. pretty darn hot blondie. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, you know, uh, I have just started the company Fifth Street Entertainment back in June. And um, what we do is provide casino party events for um, for businesses to help for, with networking or if they have a charity that they'd like to help raise money for. Um, and we, you know, I try to round it out. I'm, I'm really um, more focused towards um, the poker aspects, mm-hmm. but I do have other gaming, uh, mm-hmm. casino gaming. Yeah, like doing. blackjack and mm-hmm. all those types of things. Mm-hmm. So um, you mentioned about Fifth Street Entertainment and how it is a, a entertainment party event business for the gamer, if you will, the card gamer. It's a funny story. My daughter and I have gotten back into the like the hand uh, solitaire, you know, with the cards and stuff. It's crazy. It's like when you're bored, you get a deck of cards, guys. Um, but um, tell us where that all came from, this poker history. I know that it was a huge career of yours, but what I really want you to share with us is in your experience, how did you grow from that? Like what came, what beautiful flower blossomed from your experience as a poker player into now owning your own business? Well, you know, um, poker for me uh, was a passion of mine, which, you know, I'd owned a business before and then I played poker kind of on the side just uh, here and there and, you know, going out to Vegas and, mm-hmm. and, um, and that was something I really enjoyed. And then all of a sudden, boom, the poker boom happened and I'm all, all of a sudden in the limelight, which mm-hmm. I wasn't seeking mm-hmm. the limelight because, you know, like an actress kind of seeks fame, right? right, right. But, uh, you know, as a poker player, you really kind of just want to slip in there, play a little poker mm-hmm. and nobody really know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so I, you know, there when I really first started getting that notoriety, it was kind of offsetting just a little bit because because I never looked at a poker player going, I want your autograph. You know, <laughs> <laughs> why would you want my autograph? Um, but um, you know, being a woman, it um, and I, at the time a mother, um, you know, just 
how to follow your, you know, something that you just love to do. And then, but you also have a home life and family and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to balance that, right. that whole thing. And, um, and then, you know, definitely some stressful times in, in, in that whole career and all that and being away from home, which yes, you know, uh, yes. so much. Which all of us world. deal with as entrepreneurs or professionals. How do you balance? Well, I tell you what, it took a while and it takes a supportive family really to yeah. help you balance anything, whatever yeah. you're doing. And, and I was, I was very blessed there uh, yeah. with that. Um, but, uh, you know, the bottom, you miss, you know, when you're traveling as much as I, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I missed a lot of things in my kids' lives. And, and uh, you know, I think it really, you know, because when you look back at it, it's not in, in, in my career of like, well, what did you win? How much did you win? Right, but, right, You right. know, so I look back, and which was awesome that I, I won some things. Right, and, right. You know, I did very well and ranked pretty high, um, you know, but over those years, I, I think more of gosh, you know, I missed this horse competition or something for my kids right, and stuff, right, you know, right. to have them share that memory. But Yeah. So how would you say it helped to sort of, one of the, well, I will say this, that one of the things that I talk about with my clients is passion having a purpose. And I think what you did was in, in having a poker career, but then parlaying that into your business, Fifth Street Entertainment, Um, I think people need to understand that we can have a passion, right? And we can really love to do something and it might have a season in our life, but I believe that we have, the passion itself has to take a journey to find its purpose. So where you started off as you had your own business and then you started playing poker and then that turned into now you were poker professional and you're winning all these things and you're ranking very high. Your passion was taking a journey and you had to do all those things to get to the point where you are now with Fifth Street Entertainment. Now you teach poker, mm-hmm. right? And you also host or, or you help with events, providing entertainment for the event um, in a field that you love. You're not necessarily playing, but I believe the passion has sort of taken another turn and now you're teaching it. So is that something you would agree with in terms of growth? Um, yes. And well, I teach all along the way. I teach for the World Poker Tour. Oh, um, yes, you did. You yeah, told me that. You yeah. did. Um, so about six times a year, I would do these big events for them and teach for them as one of their headliners. Um, so it, it's not so far off. Now, I don't have that team that I had right, right. there. But, it's um, amazing what a team will do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so this is kind of my own thing. And, and mainly it's to keep me, I love, I love games. Yes. I love I love poker. I yes. it's the one of the most interesting games that there are out there as far as the psychology of the game, the math of the game. Um, you can learn more about a person sitting at a poker table and uh, about how they're going to react in so many situations oh, wow. away from that. Yeah. That um, I just find that whole thing very interesting. She's right. You get to know people at a poker table. I thought my pastor was the funniest thing ever at this poker table and his um, reactions to his winning and the competitive side came out and it was just, it just tickled me to death. So you're absolutely right. It's a great place to get to know somebody and really understand. But you really don't even need poker to do that. I mean, any game, play Boulder Dash or Monopoly. I mean, so what lesson do you think you would say you learned um, from your experience of like going from poker and actually playing the game and like being in the middle of it 
to now having a business where you're teaching people. I want people to see that how this passion thing travels, the growth of it. Um, as a player, you like you said, you had much success. And then you taught along the way as well. How did you grow from being the person in the middle of it to now having a business where you're providing a service of such to, to others? Well, um, you know, mainly, you know, with poker is developing those relationships because sometimes, you know, sitting at the poker table, it's more uh, about let me, you know, I want to take your you. money. Yeah. You want to take my money. <laughs> right. And, and the, you know, it is an agreed upon thing that we're sitting at that table. Right, right, right. That is know, the purpose. That is the purpose of that. Um, but really not feeling about that other person or um, developing, um, um, you know, you could see possibly some some issues that they might have going on. Right. And, and, uh, and you know, just the... It's not only about listening and taking the money because money's not really not that important to me. Right, you know, I think right. that, um, you know, I need, I do need money. I need money for we all do. our basic right. necessities in life, right? Um, right? To make our quality of living good and for our children and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, just that, uh, just having that excess is not as important wasn't as important right yeah so you sort of i guess you learned that it was there was more there were more important things than the the wealth it was about the relationships and the rapport that you built and that's more important is what you're saying Mm -hmm. than um that ultimately the win or the pot that's good because i think as entrepreneurs that's something that we need to recognize that you know the passion that we have has to, I hate to go back to this, but I think that in the growth of our passion, that's a lesson that we need to learn is that I think we start off with, oh, I love this thing. How can I make money at it? Or I should be making money at it if I love it so much. But then you start to realize as you go along the journey that it's about how do I use this passion to then help someone else? How can I build somebody else up? How can I build a relationship with someone and add value I think becomes the the ultimate goal of a journey. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I agree. You have to have some sort of a uh, a personality for what it is you're doing. So, what personality traits in you do you think helped you along your journey? Um, I'm very versatile, so um, I've always been able to go into almost any situation. Oh, nice! And um, be able to kind of fill the situation out and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and you know kind of go more. Uh, you navigate the waters well. Very well. Yeah. 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 I try. So, and each client is different, you know, with each event that they're they're you know, that they're possibly doing and being yeah. able to navigate, you know, around different personality types. Right. Will, um, I imagine you would have to um, be able to navigate. How do you do that? Like, how do you, how do you take who you are? Because there are some difficult people out there. And I imagine in your industry, especially because if you do a lot of corporate events and, um, you know, especially if they're the, the, executive branch of the company you're dealing with some pretty high powered big personality major opinionated type people how do you how do you sort of um navigate those waters what advice can you give us for that people are just people 
Um, you know, we so it doesn't matter how much money you have or how little you have. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I learned this lesson by being invited to um, some pretty big events. And I, a friend of mine invited me to this really um, big event for Math for America. Mm-hmm. And uh, originally, and I've been involved with them now since uh, 2005, mm-hmm. but um, originally I said to him, I said, I'm not going to have anything in common with these people. Our lives are so, you know, they're, I mean, you know, what am I going to have? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have anything in common with these, mm-hmm. with these people, uh, you know, because their lifestyles are jets and yes, that kind yes. of stuff. And, uh, and uh, he says to me, he says, you will do just fine. And some of my greatest friends, I have some very good friends. From that, you know, from, from doing group. those events and, and uh, people I look forward to seeing, you know, all the time. And people are just people. They really are. They have the same problems that we do, you know. <laughs> that is a tweetable, ladies and gentlemen. People are just people and it's very good advice. And I think if we would all, um, I think it's important for us to know sort of how we, our role in this world. Like what is it that we are bringing to the table and what's our value because when you recognize that, then the the inferiority that can sometimes come around people who we deem better than us or we deem less than us, um, it sort of levels the playing field because we are just people. We all bleed red blood, you know, and we all have to put our pants on one leg at a time, all the, the little cliches that you hear. But um, that's just really good advice. We all want our children to be better versions of ourselves. That's true. That's we, so true. You know, we all want to believe in something. Um, you know, it, people, we're just, we're all the same. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what religion we, you know, yeah. faith and family. Yeah. I mean, if you look at any religion that's out there, the core values are the exact same. Yeah, pretty you much. Know, we people, people, we mess them up. You know, we, you get we very do. extreme. We, we, we pervert them. We do. But, um, you know, if you look at the if the core, core, and, and I believe most religions try to get people back to the core because there's always going to mm-hmm, be these mm-hmm. different personalities. Yeah, the extremists. Are, you know, they're going to be more conservative, more right, liberal, liberal or yeah. whatever. So, you know, our leaders hopefully try to get us all back to that middle right, spot. So right, right, right. Let's focus back on what, what what's really our core. Yeah, but ultimately and we're just people. We're just people. And in any, you know, whether it's, religious or whether it's a math organization or whether it's that you're going to have all these different personalities that are in there and uh but everybody's there for the same things did that take some getting did you have to get to that point though um from i don't know from anywhere in your life did you have to get to the point where you just recognize that there's no need for me to be you know stressed out or worried or concerned or feel a certain kind of way around people who I feel or you feel aren't like you or are better or worse or different in any way did you have to how did you get to the point where you finally sat down and said you know what they're just people did you have a journey for that I mean I still struggle with it every day you know I mean you know I mean I still get stressed out and there's still different personalities that still can push my buttons yes like that and and, uh, but I think I'm better today at, um, knowing, recognizing that in myself. Girl, that's what I try to tell people. Mm-hmm. The, guys, that is why it's so important. Um, and I mean, in my podcast, obviously it should be very important in your life, but, but it's really important for us to recognize our own characteristics and what we need and who we are, because the, the, 
it plays into every aspect of what we're doing and how we relate to people, how we relate to a customer, how we relate in the situation where things may have gone bad or or any of those things. It really starts with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that's some knowledge. That's some wisdom. So what drives you, Cloney? What motivates you to keep going and growing? Um, it depends. Uh... <laughs> Today, it's a pair of red boots. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Today, I need my electric bill. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, uh, what drives me is my family. Um, you know, just... So that they, you know, my kids or my grandsons, so that they can see that, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that, that you know, just work hard and work towards whatever it is that you want and, mm-hmm. and, um, and get out there and love on people, you know, whatever it is, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, get into your communities and be a part that, you know, be a part of something mm-hmm. else. You don't have mm-hmm. to stay stuck in one little area, you know, mm-hmm. open yourselves up to many different situations. Wow. That's really good. Cause that's important. Um, so what advice then would you give to people listening about if they might feel they aren't moving? So before you answer that question though, like how do you measure the, the movement or the growth of what it is you're trying to do? Like, what do you set goals? Do you just, I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you measure whether or not you've moved from A to B? Um, it depends. It really, because we just, we already established that yeah. money's not always right. the motivator. Um, everybody has their own idea of what success looks like for them. Right. Um, and I think that if you can take that in your business, what does success look like to you? Right. Uh, and if it's about money, then obviously you're looking at those numbers. Right. right. Um, if it's about um, just creating a balanced life for you, and oh, if you're good. able to get there with that, then that's successful. You've created a job for yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that pays you a salary, you know, and no, there's nobody in control of that but you. Right. Um, so what, is, what does that look like to you? Um, you know, what is success? Is that mainly yours? The way that you measure, basically, like as long as you have balance and you have, if I enjoy can, doing, you can it. get the electric yeah. bill paid. You yeah. know, then that's that's your idea. Right, of my basic needs are taken care of. Um, you know, and uh, and I enjoy what I'm doing because yes. I really like people. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, when I do an event, um, and I just look around and I see people having a good time. Like at the tough poker party. Yes, at the tough poker party. We and, had so much fun. And the beautiful ladies that came in and they brought all those decorations. And no, and they just decorate the and, table so nicely. And, and uh, you and I were both a little like, uh, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, well, because w- I think that we were thinking that they wanted to decorate the poker table. Yeah, we did. Right? I did. And then they... Well, that was my fault, Cloney, because yeah. I never played poker before, so I didn't know. I'm thinking we were going to have some card tables, girl. I didn't yeah. know. And I was telling the people that they could decorate the table, and they get there with all these wonderful decorations, and it was like, um, you could put it on the food table, because I didn't know that. But yeah, so you do. You really do enjoy people, and we enjoyed you that night, too. So I'm going to ask you to put some phrases in order of importance to you. I do this with all my guests, and the phrases are... Your talents, your customers, your sales, your reputation, and your confidence. How would you put those in order of importance? 
regarding my business? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think reputation has to be number one. Okay. Uh, because following that, you know, if you have a good reputation, then um, you're going to attract the right type of customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably not going to have to deal with as many. The riffraff. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, then confidence in what I'm doing. And then the very last sales. Good job. Yeah. 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 You know, it's so funny that every time I ask that question, and I don't, I mean, I I give people the list beforehand, the questions, whatever, but I don't give them a reason for the 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 answering of the question, and the and I really enjoy that every single time, any aspect of the money or like getting more clients or customers or whatever, it's it's always towards the bottom of the list, and and things that relate to um, their value the confidence in doing whatever it is they're doing, those things always separate themselves to the top. And I love that because um, the podcast is all about personal branding and how do you build those relationships that are clear, consistent, and authentic. And I think the best way to do that is to understand who you are, first of all, so that you can always be yourself in a way that people can identify with. And that makes it clear. Like Cloney is a wonderful people person. She loves helping people, and that's clear because that's it's not it's not fake. It's not like you aren't pretending to be someone else. And then you know the fact that you are yourself allows you to be consistent all the time. And then the being yourself is the authenticity piece with with whatever it is you're doing. And I think that can only help people. So I put this question in here because it really speaks to the personal branding issue. Sometimes the conversations. You know, they go in different directions and people may not really understand what this has to do with personal branding, but it's all like if people could just recognize that everything they're doing in their business, if it pertains to who they are and how people see them and and the way they communicate, that's all personal branding. And in order to run a business, you got to have all those things. The question is, are you going to do it like somebody else Mm -hmm. or are you going to be yourself? And so I love that, um, you know, in answering that, that one particular question where we're putting things in order, that confidence and like reputation and value that, that always goes up to the top. So thank you. So what is your favorite part or um, about your current pattern of your growth? Like, what do you think you're doing right now that is really exciting to you and your business and you can sort of see the potential in it and you can't wait to sort of like implement it or share it or whatever it is that you kind of got mulling around in there that you're really excited about. <laughs> well, just learning new things or whether it's technology that will help my business or um, having to dig deep within the website or or just learning new things, even though I know hopefully I'll have the growth to where these things I'll be able to delegate. <laughs> delegate to other people. But um, if I don't know how the back end works and all that, how, how can I efficiently explain it to someone yes. else? So I have to have some type of yes. knowledge. So learning, um, you know, a little bit about something and that keeps me, you know, where it's not day to day and just the same the stuff, the mundane things. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just getting excited and and, uh, and those seeing. things excite me too. I get excited about that. Ooh, I'm gonna try this today. Mm, figure this out. Uh, you know, well, our Pinterest. You know, oh yes. looking on there, and I'm just yes. like, oh, man, I can do that. And I then I'll watch this. the YouTube videos, and I'll see it, and then I'll go try it, and it's like, this does doesn't look, look quite like that. But yep. you know what? I get it. I get <laughs> you know, it. I, I know now how to tell someone else to, to do, do it. it. Right. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, so um, growing pains aren't comfortable for anybody. We all have them. You started your business recently, and you know what are three to five tips that you can give us for overcoming some of the bumps in the road? Um, sometimes you start a business, it doesn't go the way you want it to go, and you find yourself in a holding pattern or whatever the case may be where you're not seeing the growth the way you want to see it. What are some tips you can give us to help us overcome that? Um you know i mean if if you're in kind of a stagnant period and, mm-hmm. and i have you know i'm having it and yeah I'm, I'm also remember uh i started in june and so here we're coming into where a lot of these type of things are, are a year in advance right and so right so i'm going to see and knowing that i'm i'm not going to be booking all these big holiday things because they're already booked they already have vendors that they, they're working with for these right type of things and um, kind of setting my goal for next year and making sure that um, uh, that I understand that so that I still have the motivation um, to continue to work on the things that I'm doing, mm-hmm. even though it may be a year from now before I'll ever see the fruits of that labor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you would say, I wrote it down. I wanted to mm-hmm. capture it because yeah. then I sort of um, paraphrase it, but basically recognize your status because I like what you said about you started your business in June. Here we are in November. And you recognize that what you do is typically booked out a year in advance. So you may not see the fruits of your labor now because those parties have already been booked. Um, so then what are you doing in the meantime? So from like June to December, you know that you may not get the big parties. So then what would be your next step? What is your day-to-day now? How can you... Um continuing to build the relationships with people that possibly will be uh, asking for that quote come January and February. Um, you know, uh, building that relationship so that they have the confidence to at least let me quote it out. Let me take mm-hmm, a look at mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, uh, you know, the slow period gives me an opportunity to do some of those things that during a busy, busy time, you know, I may not have the opportunity to do. Right. Um, uh, you know, just kind of Put put things in place for next mm-hmm. year. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I got you. I love it. And I really appreciate you being on the show today. Before I let you go, um, what's next for Fifth Street Entertainment? What's next for Fifth Street Entertainment? Well, we know that you have, you, you teach. Uh-huh. I know that you have poker events here at the office sometimes because mm-hmm. Mark Freeman, who was on the show last week, talks about it. And I know that you do uh, parties. So we're definitely going to have all that information below because I want people who have not booked their holiday parties and may be interested in having you come out to know how to reach you. So uh, stay tuned, guys. It, well, it should be in the comment section below. Um, how to reach Cloney and what she's got going on, what her availability is will be in that information so that you guys can reach out to her. But January's here. What's Fifth Street Entertainment looking like? Well, uh, hopefully by that time I'll have all the details worked out on how to uh, do a point system for a little poker club um, that, you know, you know, you come in uh, once a week and you're building points. And then at the end of the time period, we might be able to send somebody from our little group on to pay, play a tournament and they're representing our little Oh, our little nice! Um, you know. Are there poker clubs around here? They're not, I don't know. 
That's I, an end, girl. You're going to start a poker club in DFW. Right. But I, I'm not talking about playing for cash. I'm talking about playing for the points. and, and um, so I got the it. End, uh, you know, that that our little club is able to send somebody in. We all have a little piece of them. That's <laughs> you awesome. Know, um, so. I love that for yeah. you. I can't wait. Maybe maybe I can get in on that some kind of way. I'm not a very good poker player, but we'll definitely be having another poker event for Tough because everybody loves that. Good. So, all right. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And guys, be sure to look at the comments below. I will have Cloney's information. I will have her social media handle so that you can stay connected to her. And if you like this video, this uh, podcast, please be sure to leave some comments. Tell us how you are growing in your business and share it with others who may be starting a business. Maybe they are feeling like they're not getting where they want to go in the time they want to be there. It can help them. Um, everybody goes through growing pains, but then we all come out the better for them. And so uh, maybe this podcast can help them. If you've not subscribed to my podcast, please be sure to do so. There is a button right below this so that you can do so. Um, but until next time, thank you again for listening to PBN Style. Be sure to stay tuned for other information that can help you be clear, consistent, and authentic in the way you build your personal brand. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.